Welcome to Pretty Is As Pretty Does Podcast, and I'm your host, Sammy Snow. I am a registered nurse, weight loss influencer, aspiring mindset coach, and recovered binge eater. Hey, lovely. Welcome back to another episode. I am so excited that you're here with me today. I just love the hair salon. I am so feeling myself. I did a little something different with my hair. And if you don't know, I have really long hair and I did something (laughs) that cut a lot of inches off. Okay. If you want to see what that is, you'll have to connect with me over on Instagram at coach Sammy Snow. So go follow me if you haven't already. Let's go ahead and get into today's episode. As a nurse, we assess our patient's quality of life. And in today's episode, I'm hoping that you assess your quality of life. When we assess quality of life, we think of things like how independent the patient is or is not. And when I think of, or maybe when you think of a nursing home, you might think of residents who are totally dependent on care. I worked in a nursing home for about a year before I worked into the hospital and got my nursing degree, but the year that I was in the nursing home, I had patients who were absolutely 100% dependent on care and their quality of life and their words were very, was very poor. And I have seen patients and families make the decision to become a DNR based on their quality of life. And if you're not familiar with what that is, a DNR is a do not resuscitate. So I want you to start thinking about what your quality of life is. Do you have the ability to get up and go to the restroom? Are you able to walk? Are you able to drive to the grocery store? Are you able to go grocery shopping? Are you able to travel and bring those groceries home? Do you have the means to pay for those groceries? What is your quality of life? Now, I don't want to get in the habit of comparing ourselves to others in order to make us feel better. I simply want to make you aware that you have the freedom to choose. If you have the ability to walk and you're not walking, that's on you. You let's be grateful that we have the ability to walk, to move, to choose better for ourselves. And we want to do this, or I want you to do this, not because you hate your body, not because you want to be a smaller version of yourself. I want you to do this because you love yourself and you deserve to feel amazing in your body. You might wonder why I'm bringing this up, the nursing home, feeling grateful. I just want you to be aware that the habits that you have today determines your health in the future. And I want you to recognize that the end of your life is a reflection of all of the daily choices that you make each and every single day. So if you're struggling with your weight loss journey, this is the episode for you. The success that you're looking for in weight loss is in the work that you're avoiding. So if you can learn to fall in love with the process, that is where your success will come from. Start romanticizing this journey. Start telling yourself how much you love showing up and taking care of yourself. When you start keeping the promises that you make to yourself, that is where you're building self-confidence. Need I remind you, your mind believes everything you tell it. So start telling yourself that you're an intuitive eater who loves and respects her body. In fact, I encourage you to create a mantra and recite this every single day to yourself each and every time you sit down to eat. If you want to lose weight, I want you to start thinking in terms of longevity. 
What are things that you're willing to sustain for the foreseeable future? Here's my favorite topic, mindset. In order to heal your relationship with food, in order to truly find weight loss that is sustainable, you're going to have to change your mindset. And the first thing that I'd like you to start adopting is the mindset that you deserve to feel good in your body. You deserve to feel good in your body. So I'm going to share with you today some things that you can start doing. And of course, these things are optional. It's up to you to do them. It's up to you to start implementing one thing, three things, a couple things, and find out what works for you. What are the habits that I'm asking you today to adopt that you're willing to adopt and just add into your normal routine? Again, it's not about what you're taking away from your diet, but in fact, what you're adding to it. And I want to remind you that you don't have to do it all today and you don't have to do it all every day. Making any of these choices, something that you choose to do today is a choice closer to you becoming the woman that you want to be. When you can adopt a mindset of abundance, where you start adding these habits into your already routine, (laughs) I said that kind of funny, but you know what I mean. When you start adding these into your routine, instead of thinking all of the things that you have to take away, and of course you think all of the favorite things, your favorite foods that you have to take away, start adopting an abundance mindset because losing weight doesn't have to be about taking everything away that you enjoy. It's about adding good habits that will help you find a healthy balance in your lifestyle. Healthy balance in your lifestyle. How many times have you heard Well, you have to adopt a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle. The quicker that you realize that health and fitness should be a part of your life forever, the quicker you realize that fad diets and unsustainable methods are never the answer. So I want you to adopt this last mindset. And that is every day is a clean slate. And the only choice that matters is the one right in front of you right now. Forgive yourself for previous days, for previous attempts, for previous failures. Start today with a clean slate. And I want you to think of these habits that you're willing to adopt and add into your lifestyle so that you too can create the healthy, balanced lifestyle that you're looking for so that you can feel incredible in your body. Okay, this is going to sound simple. I already know. And a lot of what I'm telling you today is pretty simple. It's up to you to start implementing it. And the first thing before anything else, are you drinking your water? If you are not hydrated, what are you doing? (laughs) If you're on a weight loss journey and your body is made up of mostly water, and we know that water is good for our skin, We know that water is good for flushing our kidneys and our kidneys are responsible for regulating our hormones. And when we have regulated hormones, we have clearer skin. We know that water eliminates toxins out of our body. It's good for our gut health. It's good for our skin. It's good for our kidneys. Your body is made up of water. So if you don't already, go buy yourself a really cute refillable water bottle. I have a Stanley knockoff that I got off of Amazon. I think it's that SM brand and it's super adorable, much more affordable than Stanley. You do not have to buy the latest and greatest. Get yourself a refillable water bottle that will encourage you to fill up your cup. Oh, that's cute. (laughs) Fill up your cup, sis. Oh, 
I love it. Seriously, though, because I don't go anywhere without my water bottle. Not even kidding. This big old purple 40 ounce honker that doesn't fit in my sports car. It's going everywhere with me everywhere okay because I drink my water and that is a habit of mine that I have been very consistent with for well over a year now with that being said you may have heard that you have to drink a gallon of water a day that's not necessarily true I want you to drink water until your urine is a pale yellow a pale yellow is perfect it lets you know that you still have electrolytes but it also lets you know that you are hydrated and you want to stay consistent with your urine being pale yellow because that's how you stay consistently hydrated and your kidneys learn to depend on and and fluctuate the volume of what they release and eliminate through urine and what they keep in the body based on your consistency delivering the same amount each day. If your kidneys can count on you to stay hydrated, it will not retain that water that you see in a couple pounds on the scale if you're obsessing over the scale. I hope that makes sense, but either way, staying hydrated is so important for your journey. Another thing that you can start adopting today is adding more protein into your diet. Protein is so crucial for your muscles, your muscle recovery, and then also maintaining muscle mass. Your muscles require protein intake so that they can stay nice and lean. Something that I like to do is double the portion of protein on my plate. So if I know that I'm going out to eat at a restaurant with my friends, I don't restrict myself of my favorite foods because I feel like I I know myself enough that I would go in opposite extremes. So I have learned the balanced lifestyle and how to balance my plate. So recently I had chicken Alfredo and of course they bring you giant portion sizes, but I asked for more protein. I asked for more chicken in the chicken Alfredo. So I got double the chicken and the same amount of pasta. I chose to split that into three meals and it filled me up and was a lot more macro friendly because I prioritized protein in that diet. I actually didn't eat the third meal. I only ate two of the three servings, but this is something that you can start adopting into your diet. Something that is also important in your routine is eating your protein because it'll help you feel fuller for longer. And of course, when we feel fuller, we hopefully stop eating. I know that if you're a binge eater like I was, that's hard to do because you still continue eating even though there's no more room in your stomach or esophagus. Trust me, I get it. I do. I do understand it. We're going to talk about healing your relationship with food in my masterclass, but for right now, I'm going to continue with the options that you have available to you to make as decisions and choices for yourself today. So we talked about drinking your water. We talked about adding more protein into your diet and how you can do that even if you're eating out. And here's another one, adding vegetables into your diet. Now, I love my mom. Her and I are two peas in a pod. But I won't lie, when I was growing up, my dad, who is definitely the cook in the house, worked a long, long hours, oftentimes late into the night before I went to bed. And I say that because he was not the one who was regularly preparing our meals. My mom, God bless her, I love her. She did her best and she is 
so amazing. But, you know, eating chicken nuggets and french fries was kind of normal for our dinners and heating up pizzas and, you know, we weren't used to eating a diet full of vegetables. And if she did cook them, it wasn't what I chose to eat first. So when I say that I didn't even like avocados and guacamole at a point in my life, in my adult life, like how embarrassing. <laughs> so I have definitely learned to love vegetables. I've, I've tried different ways of preparing them. I had to open my palate, be open-minded, and I'm so thankful that I've done so. Because if you would have said that I would like Brussels sprouts five years ago, six, seven, eight years ago, I would have laughed in your face because the younger version of me would never would never have guessed I'd be eating Brussels sprouts. I'd call you a liar. <laughs> but there is a Brussels sprout recipe that I make for myself that I am absolutely in love with. It's super savory and I'm going to be making it here pretty soon. And I learned how to prepare things and I always tried preparing them a couple times before I gave up on the food. That's how I learned to like avocados. That's how I learned to like Brussels sprouts. And I'm currently trying to like salmon and start incorporating salmon into my diet more and eliminating maybe some of the harsher meats in my diet, like red meat. I'm not against it. I still eat it. I am just trying to tweak my diet so that it's more heart healthy. And salmon is very heart healthy. And I I've tried it a couple times. I tend to like the crispier parts that don't taste like salmon as much as like the filet part where it's... <sighs> so I am actually going to be trying salmon this week and I'm going to be trying them in the form of salmon bites in the air fryer. So I'm learning to like salmon and I know that seems kind of weird. I was just telling you to add vegetables and I'm talking about salmon, but this is the process that I go through each and every time I'm trying to introduce something into my diet. Something else that's pretty relatively new for me is tomatoes. I have learned to love tomatoes more and more and I'm adding that into my diet regularly. So I'm trying all these different vegetables and adding vegetables into my diet and another one. Okay, see guys, I'm getting ex I'm getting excited because butternut squash has been a staple of mine that I tried like 2 or 3 years ago and I have made a soup that I just made this week. I posted it on my Instagram if you haven't watched it already, but I am really an advocate of trying new things. So I encourage you to also do the same. All right. So we talked about drinking your water, adding more protein, experimenting with vegetables. Something that you can do with all of these is follow my 80% rules. I actually have a couple of them, so let's start explaining. No matter what it is that you're eating, if you stop eating when you're 80% full and you can develop this as a habit, you are really setting yourself up for sustainable weight loss for the long term. This is something that I practice every day. Every single meal that I eat, I stop when I'm 80% full. Another 80% rule that I have is 80% clean meals and 20% cheat meals, where I allow myself to still honor and respect my body, but I allow myself the meals that I enjoy. And then lastly, my 80% rule is a slightly different. It's about 70-30. 20 to 30% of your fat loss will come from your activity, such as walking and weight training, strength training, endurance training. 80% 
70 to 80% of your weight loss and fat loss will come from nutrition, but 100% of them will come from the long-term consistency that you create for yourself. So that brings me to my next step where I'm going to talk about moving away from nutrition and talk about movement. If you can learn to get your steps in, that is a great place to start if you're not already making your way to the gym. If you're having a hard time getting motivated, simply start by walking. I want you to create a schedule and routine that you're willing to stick to to get walking each and every day. Don't overcomplicate movement. If you have the ability to walk, start doing your body good by walking. And when you're ready and you've been consistent with walking and you're ready to start with the basics, start strength training. I encourage you to start with what you have at home. You don't have to run out and grab a gym membership so you have all the fancy equipment. Start what you can by dedicating some time at home to do squats, push-ups, lunges, crunches, yoga. Do what you can with what you have at home and master good form, breathing, and being engaged, mind-to-muscle connection, okay? Those are some things that you can start doing today. One thing that I'd like to add in addition to nutrition, something that you can do is to stop drinking your calories. Don't get me wrong, I love a good pop. Dr. Pepper is probably my biggest kryptonite, but I love feeling good in my body more. I love staying hydrated and treating my kidneys good. So don't get me wrong, I follow my any 20% rule. I opt for diet or zero pop or something like Celsius versus a Dr. Pepper 80% of the time, probably even closer to 85-90% of the time. But the 10-20% to of the time, I do allow myself a Dr. Pepper without shaming myself, without guilt. But substituting my coffee throughout the week, coffee flavored with creamer, that is my favorite. I can substitute that with Celsius five days out of the week. I'm willing to compromise and 80% of my week, I don't have coffee with creamer. The other 20% or my weekends, I do enjoy having my coffee unfiltered. I love having my coffee with creamer, my flavored creamer, peppermint mocha to be exact. Again, these are some things that you can do that may help you in your journey. I have talked a lot about adopting mindset, considering your quality of life, and then of course, drinking your water, adding your protein, experimenting with vegetables, following the 80% rules, stop drinking your calories, start getting your steps in, start strength training, and I want you to get a good night's sleep. Sleep is so underrated. Having good sleep hygiene is so important to your health and to your weight loss journey, to your recovery. I can't stress it enough. Everything that I'm mentioning to you today is so important to living a healthy lifestyle. Adopting any one of these habits and incorporating them into your routines is sure to help you feel better. Little by little and over time, it makes a difference. And I want you to know that every effort matters. I want to encourage you to start taking some progress pictures and videos because sometimes it's hard to appreciate the progress that we have made until we have something to compare it to. And that's especially true if you're tracking your weight and the number isn't budging on the scale, but you are still losing inches. That is so important, especially if you're doing strength training. Ooh, we. 
Today, we talked all things self-care, things that you can do to show up for yourself and to take better care of you. I hope that you're willing to try and adopt a couple of these into your habits today so that you can become the woman you've always wanted to be. If you haven't already, find me on Instagram at Coach Sammy Snow so that you and I can stay connected. I can't wait to help you on your journey and I'll talk to you soon.